This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. What did you expect? Hello and welcome to the U Up Podcast. I'm Gary Freed. And I'm Jordana Abraham, and we are back. We're back. Jordana, great. <laughs> I have the see worst you. at the openers. I'm you, just like, and here we are. We are here right now. You do a hard speed bump <laughs> I don't, on that opening. <laughs> I have no like n- no finesse with segue. It also feels like you come into it with no thought of what you'll say after your name. <laughs> what is I, that is my name that is my name yeah it, it's like when michael scott says he starts sentences and has no idea where they're going Doesn't, yeah no no way of finishing them that's me it's, i'm working on it but, but like not very well but you're doing a great job we're doing a great job we are the response to this podcast let me just say it right now unbelievable you guys are amazing i i, I i'm hearing these streets are talking they are buzzing Really unbelievable the turnout and the thoughts and whatever you guys send. I get the Instagram DMs. I get the tweets. I get all that stuff. It's really nice to hear from you. It really feels good. It is. And we're getting more guests. We have another guest on our podcast at the end of the episode. Please listen. Um, We have Hannah Bromfman. And I, people love her. Yeah, she's great. She's a DJ and um, she's founder of HB Fit, which is like a fitness thing. Perfect. Um, and she's married. So she, hopefully she'll give us some tips. Some married prospect. <laughs> it's going to exactly. be great. Um, but let's talk about, you know, some other shit. The Facebook relationship status. Is it dead? Uh, I think it's dead. We had a we had a reader who wrote in this question, and it made me just want to reconfirm that it is in fact dead. She said, "Hey guys, love the show. It's the highlight of my Thursday mornings. Getting right to my question, which could possibly even part be part of the red flag or deal breaker game. This has happened with two of my exes, and kind of with a third. When I ask them to make our relationship status change on." Facebook, they have said no. The first said no because he has a crazy ex and a crazy family. The second said no because of his profession, professional musician, and he can't appear to be in a relationship. The third, we changed it, and then it kind of blew up because my brother-in-law knew him and said awful things about him. But like in the moment, I kind of accepted it all and clung to my love for them, despite the most obvious... Uh, this is a bad. This is bad. Break up with them reasoning, or is it not so black and white? What do you guys think about this whole "you can't tag me in the relationship on Facebook" thing? Says Katie, who's thirty in Florida. Katie, let me tell you right now, it's uh, you know what they say. It's like it's not you, it's me. It's you. It's not the relationship <laughs> status. It's you. Um, <laughs> if you're asking for a relationship status on Facebook, let's wonder why we're asking for that. Right. You know, yeah. anytime you're asking for a contract, well, why am I asking for this contract? Because you don't trust the person. You don't trust the person. Right. Don't know what we are. You're looking for back alleys to get to what you are. And you're wondering the answer. You're wondering what you're doing with the relationship status is you're masking the insecurities you have about other things in the relationship with this label that everyone can see. Right. I'm okay. We're okay. Look at us. We're on Facebook. We're together. We're but really, officially together. Yes. Right, but yeah. really what's going on behind those doors you know, yeah. you got a home, the structure looks good, but the electricity is all out of whack. Yeah. Well, first, I think that that is a very good point in relation to like why she even wants this Facebook status thing. It seems like um, kind of weird. But 
I feel like no one is in a Facebook relationship anymore. Like no, the last time people did over. Facebook relationships was like uh, ten years ago. These things evolve, right? You know, remember it's complicated. Yeah, that was that was, <laughs> that or was like, an actual or status. You were in an open relationship with your with your female friends. Sure, sure. Because you guys sure. are so funny, hilarious, it's hysterical. And some people are still in those and married now with kids right. and have and kept they, it up. And they don't have them on Facebook though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, a, I think that these things evolve. The new yeah. relationship status is. Will a guy Put give you, you his Instagram. phone and let you look through his Instagram freely? Yeah, without... That means you're married. Without watching you as, yeah, you, yeah. as you scroll. How quickly will he let you look at his phone? Yeah. That's the... that's Because that is... Uh, and will he go... Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, if a text pops up on his phone, does he tense up? Right. Yeah, that's how you know. And also, if he's put, if he put the the Facebook picture of the the Instagram picture of the two of you is the new Instagram if, is the new Facebook status. If you're on the Instagram feed, not stories feed, you're in. Things are good. You're fine. Stories don't count. That's a twenty four hour thing. I can get through. <laughs> I can get I can get through twenty four hours anything. of no, someone else not seeing that. I wow. can I can avoid. I can just, figure you just that hide, out. Hide the story from various yeah, people. Yeah, hide the story from one specific person that wow. might have to see it. I, I'm just like, I, I think like anytime you're like, and also if you're asking, why aren't I on your <laughs> your Instagram feed? You got issues. You got your answer right there. Yeah. It's not a thing. No, but the the Facebook the Facebook relationship status, I think even if I, like, I'm in a happy relationship, I think anyone I know who's in a happy relationship is not changing their Facebook status to, to do so is like, unless you're married, if you're married, you can change the status. You can write yeah. that you're married. Otherwise you have to one, it's a public, it's like the most public proclamation of, of like your life update, which no one needs to know yeah. again, unless maybe you're married. But like, then when you break up, what do you have to change the fucking thing and let alert the entire Facebook community that you are no longer to- together. I, I mean, everyone knows the questions to the answers they or the, the, the answers to the questions that they ask. Everyone knows. I had a girl, she DM me the other day. Where are you from? Look at my fucking profile. <laughs> You know where I'm from. Well, she wants. She wanted to start a conversation with. Wrong him. question. Now you're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying. You must have been in a great mood when you got that. Where, well, where am I from? Where, I didn't write Fuck back. You. I just wrote, <laughs> I, I let the scene speak for itself. Like, what, what are we talking about? I don't. I don't have the energy. I don't know you. Okay. So I'm saying. But this is what the reason I bring this up is. Your Facebook and your Instagram. Your Facebook should say in a relationship without saying it. Right. It should imply it. it Show, don't tell. Exactly. So you, it's like, this is a very... So for this girl who's asking for the Facebook relationship status, which you might as well be asking for a flip phone. Right. It's from so far <laughs> ago. Um, you're asking for things instead of asking for the things you really want. Right. You want someone to show you that they're more committed to you. Yeah. Which goes back to our earlier um, podcast discussions. It's really, it's never about like the one thing, but you can use that to leverage, uh, to leverage a conversation about something that's actually legitimate. Cause you don't really care about the Facebook status. No. You care about something else that he's not doing, which makes you want to put a label on it and put it, a, put a very public label on it. Maybe you think that he's like pretending to be single on Facebook or looking at other girls on Facebook and you want that to be the thing that stops him from doing that. Yeah, even though it's it not going to stop it. Right. He'll find another way. This guy's an addict. Right. He'll figure it out. So confront them about the thing that you actually care about, which is that like they're not doing X, Y, or Z that's actually making you feel a certain way. There's something in her email that's kind of interesting. You ever had a, a, a guy you date talk about their crazy ex? 
Um, I feel yeah. like I hear this every now and again. And it's like, who are these girls buying this story? About yeah, <laughs> crazy I mean, ex. Yeah, that's an ex that they're still texting. You think it's that they're still? Te- I think it's an ex that they're not over, or that they both, like, or that they're very immature. That's the number one thing you look out for. I feel like when someone talks about their past relationships, you look for like why it ended. Yeah. Um, the way they talk about them, the vibe of right, it, yeah, because that's how they're going to be talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> they got bad things right. to say, and whether or not they're like they're over it. Yeah. I feel like those are like the... It's just interesting to me. Like, oh, he's got a crazy ex. Oh, you bought that fucking fairy tale? Right. You know, like she's yeah, so I mean, crazy I mean, that she couldn't even take a picture of him. Maybe that's because she keeps getting texts from him still, and she's wondering why the fuck there's another girl there when she's still getting the texts. Right, and if that's why he can't be in a Facebook relationship with you, then he's clearly has some unfinished business. Yeah, wait, wait till you, you know, wait till that engagement post goes up. <laughs> I don't think I don't, think, I don't think it's going up. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's do some more emails you ready yep 
Hey, Jordana and Jared. Absolutely love your podcast. A friend told me about it because she could have sworn I sent in a particular email on one of your episodes. I listened to said episode and have been hooked ever since, recommending to y'all, to everyone, thank you. Another y'all. This is just an overall question I feel like every girl has experienced and wonders how to handle with a guy. You're consistently hooking up with a guy and the sex is good. You're comfortable with him and then he invites you over to hang out, but you're on your period. Do you not go... Do you go and then bring it up? How do you bring it up? How comfortable or uncomfortable are guys with this? Basically, how do you approach Aunt Flo? <laughs> you don't call it that. That's the number one. <laughs> Aunt Flo is, yeah, I don't, yeah, that's with a guy who isn't your boyfriend. Run into this issue in every hookup. <laughs> So I do love some perspective. Love you guys. What um, do you think? I think it's only an issue like, it, it, I mean, it seems like a pretty easy thing for, for me in the past. It's been pretty easy. What do you do? What's your game plan? Um, I just, I kind of like, I think if you're like hooking up and it seems like it's going that way, you just say, Hey, like I have my period and some people don't mind having, I'm not, I don't really like hooking up or having sex in my period, but I think other people don't mind that. Sure. So if you don't mind, you could say like, do you mind? Yeah. And if they, you know, if they care. So let's say, let's say, let's say you're, you know, you've been on like six dates with a guy. Right. He's like, hey, it's Wednesday. I'm going to be hanging at my place watching TV. Would I don't think you over? ever don't go. It's not like you have like a disability well, in, I, that, in, I, that, in that night. Like you could still hang out and have like. I totally. Know, I didn't mean a disability. I meant like, you're, it's not like you like are unable to That's like That's what I call periods, disabilities. Uh, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I know I'm saying. You're in trouble for that one. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> It's a joke. It's on All the comedy jokes, page jokes, of jokes. the podcast on iTunes. Um, no, but sorry to interrupt, but I, I'm wondering the the progression. Right. You six date, hey, want to come over, watch a movie? You're like, sure. Right. Do you bring up period then? Do you wait till you get there? I don't what think are you they, doing? I, I don't bring it up then. I think if the only reason they want to hang out is to have sex with me, then like I, then I, I probably shouldn't be going there anyway. So if I'm, if I'm hanging out with you, I'm assuming that you like talking to me enough yeah. or hanging out with me enough that it's more than just about like the sexual experience. Well, it, also, there are other things you can do with a guy if you don't want... You could go down on him. You could do things to like... You know what I mean? It doesn't have to mean like a zero sex Yeah, whenever a girl policy. says I'm on my period, the first thing that comes to my mind, I'm like... Is she going to blow... Like I literally fist pump in the corner of the bed and I'm just going, blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We did it! Yeah, I you mean, know, that's I, one way to deal with it. Most guys do not get upset about that if you offer that as a, um, an I will not be upset about that. I No, but I hear what, what I... It's interesting what you said. They're like, yeah, the yeah. guy asks you to come over. You don't have to tell him right then. I think don't that's have to tell him right then. Beware the man <laughs> who cares too much about sex. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If Beware he doesn't, that if, if you if you're afraid that he's not going to want to see you because you're on your period, then you should, probably shouldn't be hanging out with him. <laughs> like what? What right. year is it? Right. Out of the, you get out of here, devil woman, with your blood. Shouldn't I you, shall not be dressed you, in your body excrement. Shouldn't you be in your tent? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> should, in the menstrual hut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get in the hut. <laughs> I don't know. I I I, I had a buddy who. Uh, one time we were on like a batch party or something and he told us, 
that he, for whatever reason, he was like, it was a bunch of dudes, and he's like, yeah, I get a blowjob every day around six o'clock. Every like, day? And we go in the whole car, all guys. This is what I'm talking. Not just, it wasn't all guys. Were like, every day, we all did the same thing that you did. That's nuts. And we were like, what is wrong with this relationship? And the idea that it was so clinical, where it's like, me need blowjob. I must get blown <laughs> every day at six o'clock. You know, it was like a very right. like. And I was like, this at six p.m. on the dot. It was very weird. It was it, though, and then they're broken up since i mean obviously this thing didn't Did work he explain out. how that he that was just like we asked a lot of questions routine. and it got really weird and awkward uh but it was just that like doesn't even sound fun or spontaneous well this is the thing you must not like each other very much right you have to like pencil in these blood or pip, ink in these blood daily what is she a saint that's uh, yeah. crazy i don't know I, I it must be that they didn't <laughs> want to talk though yeah, that, that was really like the takeaway. Is like, oh, you must have like nothing to like discuss uh, other than this blow job. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're the crow going, time to go, and like she checks in. The church bells yeah, yeah, are ringing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> church bells, you just hear. And oh my god! Back. So, <laughs> so, but I'm saying like these guys, like a hangout is like you know a hangout is a value meal. You get everything with it, right? You know, yeah. You get the you get the you get the blood. You get the the large. Coke, you get a French fry, Blood. you get the hangout, you know, you get it all. Yeah. So I, I think if you're a girl out there, like. Is there a time that it's too late? Too late. To tell you? Like, do you, do you have a preference when, when, to be, when you're being told or how you're being told? After I've gone down on her, it would be too late. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to know before mid that. Se- mid sex yeah, is yeah, too late. I'd like right, to yeah. know before it looks like I had a you know strawberry popsicle. Have you ever have you ever hooked up with someone while while on the period? Yeah, yeah I'm not. I don't care. Okay. I I I, uh, I think most guys don't generally care. don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, put down a towel. Let's get it going. Right. Um. The. I I think I I I the way I am with periods. I we're just more like. I, I think we have so little understanding of what it feels what it feels like to have one or what it is. One girl told me once it was like having like the worst hangover ever or like having a it's hangover. It's not that bad. It, the way she explained she it, to I get was like, thank seat. God I am not <laughs> getting these every month. You do get a little moody, I think, or at least not. Everyone's different. Everyone gets it like sure. different reaction, but it's definitely, and sometimes you can get very bad cramps, but most of the time it's like fine. I think someone we're hanging out with, we're just so pumped you're not having a baby that we don't give a shit what the fuck happens <laughs> next. I think, I think like... You I don't want us to have a Baby. The idea that guys who who literally like you know are just disgusting animals in shower once every other day care about the natural process of a woman's body right. is it, we don't care that much. I and I think anyone who does is not like it, mature. There's someone. There's right. something else wrong. It's yeah. kind of like the Facebook status relationship. It's not about the period. It's about something else. Like this guy's got other issues. So I think most guys you come across are going to be if you say, hey, listen. I'm just letting you know I got my period going on. No yeah, problem. that's all you have to say. Yeah, no problem. Wouldn't go into detail about the like flow. Yeah, you know, well, call it whatever you want. Whatever you on want. flow, my, you know, yeah. I've heard better names. Yeah, I think you say it, you move on, you kind of transition it. If you want to keep it, I can understand in the beginning of a relationship, you kind of want to like, I want, be, you want to be a little more mysterious. You go down on a guy, you'll forget, forget all about that. Yeah, and I've also had sex while a girl's been on her period, and they're like, and like they'll be like, don't look at the condom. <laughs> And I'll look at the condom. It doesn't look. It just looks it's like it's like, like red, a weird tie dye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, right. Let's do it. Yeah, they're mature people. All right. Hey, J and J, just found your podcast about a week ago and blazed through it all. I really enjoyed the male female dynamic. Great show. I broke up with my long term girlfriend yesterday. 
three-year relationship. She's a wonderful person, but we just weren't the best fit. We got together before dating apps became popular, and I'm now interested in trying it out. I have I just have two questions. One, although the breakup happened recently, I feel ready to date. I checked out of the relationship a while ago. Nothing serious, just going out and having fun with new people. However, I feel like if I create a dating uh, app profile, now I'll be seen as insensitive and uncaring about my ex and her friends, and it may be a turnoff to potential dates that I hopped back into the dating world so quickly after ending a serious relationship. Uh, while I feel fine, I just feel like dating so quickly will stigmatize me. Should I wait any given time before dating? Should I keep going? Two, going through my photos of me, I realized that 90% of them were taken by my ex. I feel like there's also a stigma to using pictures taken by my ex-girlfriend to show me off to potential partners, especially pictures they themselves altered by using filters and whatnot. Do you have an opinion on this? Thank you both. Have a great day. Do I have an opinion? Of course. I have an opinion as well. What do you think? I think when you're done... As long as you ended, you ended the relationship, it's really like all bets are off. Like I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't like, you know what I mean? Like there's difference between like openly like flaunting a new thing in someone's face and like just like quietly moving on. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's, I think the dating apps, like people are going to see you. It might be a little awkward, but like, it's not really your issue. As long as you broke up with someone in the right way and you did, you covered all your bases and you made sure you're not like. You, you didn't do anything shady while you were in the relationship. Once the relationship is done, it's done. Forget the friends. Forget the friends. They hate you because they like their friends. They hate you anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they don't... Stop with the friends. You're not there dating them. How you look, no one gives a shit. You're not famous. You're not anything. You're just you, which is fine. You're fine and that's okay. And no one cares about you as much as you. Right. So take that. Take solace in knowing that you're just fine. Um... What you said is totally correct. As long as you ended it. And I know that's a crazy thing to say, but it <laughs> and is. And they're totally aware that and, you ended yeah, it. Yeah, they need to be aware. And if you're if you're still texting with this person, you shouldn't be on the app. Right. Yeah, I'm saying so, as long, if it's over and you ended it and it's done. But if you're going back to them and being wishy-washy, then maybe the app isn't the place for you to be because that really sends a weird message. Right. Because how much do you really want to be out there if you're still texting or going, I still miss you. You know, it's not right. the right way to go. End it and that's fine. I mean, I think um, waiting to get on the app, he should wait for him. I think the app is a is like getting on the highway versus, you know, the streets. When you first learn to drive, like this guy's been in a three-year relationship. Uh, he might want to go out and get some reps so he doesn't sound like a, you know, so they, he figures out how these conversations work. But uh, I don't think any girl would be like turned off by the fact that he was just in a relationship and is now on the apps. Well, I think it, I think I, I've heard that. I think any girl will think, don't you think that if you heard that a guy just got out of a relationship a month ago, he's not really looking for something super serious right away? I don't know. I have I have friends who've moved on very quickly. I think if you're emotionally checked out of yeah. a relationship, then like then it it kind of it, you can move on kind of right away it seems because it's then you're not really like you know what i mean you've been over it for a while yeah. if you're not i don't think i think if the guy described his relationship like that to me that he was like in a relationship he wasn't happy he, he was like kind of like looking to get out and then he broke up with the person i wouldn't be like so weirded out by the fact that he started dating hmm. right again right soon. if like she broke up with him or if like he took the breakup really hard sure. yeah i'd be like what are you doing here you're clearly not over it but i think that happens where people are like in relationships, they're a little scared to end, and then mm-hmm. they like are kind of checked out of them for a while, and they finally end them, and they're ready to move on. It's kind of it's kind of sucks for the person they were with, but like yeah, and I think to even add on to that point, um, 
everyone dumps someone when the dumper knows two weeks before the dumpy. So it's normal for you as the guy who ended things to be ready to get on an app earlier than the girl you just told and vice versa, guy or girl. So yes, her friends and she will vilify you for being on the app, but you have nothing. You have to just understand that's normal and you're going to be vilified by someone. Look at Ari from the bachelor. Yeah. He was vilified, but if you really look at it, he's better off ending it now than it was four years yeah. ago when she has a kid. I mean, he, he fucked up a little bit. He shouldn't propose to someone that he like was not Fine. that into, but, but they've moved on and they have a life now. Yeah, no, it's better that earlier. The soon, the best time to break up with someone is as soon as you think of it. As soon as you know. and Immediately I think, upon thinking of it. Totally. So this guy where, yeah, it's going to feel weird going in the app because you're wondering what her friends are going to think, what she's going to think. But you've ended it. You can go to the court. I think of things in the court of a, a court of law. Right. It's if all you, fair game. If you brought it to the case, to the peers, you you go, well, I ended it on Monday. I haven't texted her all week. It's now a Monday away. I want to meet new people. I want to be out there. They would go, yeah, right. There I you wouldn't. Go. I wouldn't show her your picture, your dating app profile, yeah. or like, or like be bre- like if you saw her in public, I would still like be like nice, yeah, it'd like be cool, yeah, be cool. But what? like, yeah, if you want to go do your thing, like that's fine. You ended it as long as you ended it nicely in a good way. Like she, she might be upset with you, but she's gonna be, hate you anyway. So it doesn't really she's matter. Like, yeah, she's gonna hate you. What do you think of using her pics that she took? I, that's interesting to me. Um, I think it's kind of tough, I guess, when you're, when you have a girlfriend, that's definitely the only person taking pictures of you. Yeah. And also like all the pictures are with you. This is back to like vilifying. Like they're going to use anything they can. Yeah. He's using Using your pictures. pictures. Right. You. He has no soul. Sepia tones. What a fucking asshole. What a fucking asshole. What an insane thing to get mad at him about. Like, I just think like, use them. He's using the picture for my grandma's birthday and he cropped me out. (laughs) Cropping. I think if you Mm. cropped. You shouldn't use, but if you're alone, what if those are all his pictures? I could see like a, I could feel like a, a ton of guys are just like they're right arm. They're only in pictures with their girlfriends that they like force them to take them for like years, and then when they're done, it's like I always think it's weird. Take away the ones you crop. If yeah. you have to crop someone out of it, then maybe that's a picture you shouldn't use. Yeah, find a picture where maybe she took it, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. If she took, she's it, not in it with that. you. Yeah, <laughs> my arm is in his dating app picture, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> If it's just the same yeah, arm in right. every dating app picture. <laughs> it's the same side of him. Same side. That would be great. I'd love it, but I, I do think, yeah, that's a respectful thing, but I, at the same time, like, she can go fuck herself. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. you know, like, that's, I, like, a, you know, you're moving on. Those are pictures you look good in. They were a female eye to let you know they look good in them. You know. At the end of the day, it's like, it's going to be, it, that, that shit just kind of like adds on the person. If they're going to be in pain, they're going to be in pain. It's whatever. Totally. Sorry. All right. We'll be we'll, we'll be right back. Yeah, with back. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 
timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, Jordana and I are very excited uh, to have a very special guest, um, uh, Hannah Bronfman. Bronfman. I did, <laughs> we okay. spent 10 minutes talking about your name and how I was going to fuck it up, and then I fucked it up right off the bat. Literally right after. It was right impressive. after. You yeah. did it like five times in a row perfectly, and yeah. so it was bound to happen. It was, uh, it's always the sixth time. I know. It's always the sixth time. <laughs> Say it for, you have a huge following, and they must. there must be people that follow you, because it's like, we live in this world of just like looking on our phone at somebody right and you never out loud say their name totally totally totally. there are so many things i don't i never know how to pronounce until i finally hear someone else say it so i'm hannah bronfman (laughs) okay the n and the f in there is a bit confusing so i don't even it's just tough but it's not silent jared it's not silent. It's not Bronfman. silent. Bronfman. Yeah. Yes. Hannah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. Um, yeah, we're really excited about um, about this. You're only our, you're our second guest. Oh, so yeah. It's, yeah. Wow. It's big. We're pumped. The first I'm, was Whitney Cummings. Oh, yeah. whoa. Uh, we get you're we're getting big names. You're like you're a big person. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm well, you're not, a small. You're a, she's a small a, person. A small person. Well, she's a big person on the internet. You look great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get one thing straight. Um, but I'm saying, like, you know, like that's you have a huge following. I mean, thanks. I don't have that big of a following comparatively to a lot of people out sure. there. But I mean, it's yeah, always what you, we're always looking up. Totally, totally. But I have cultivated quite a community, which I'm so grateful for. How did you start that? What was the start of it? Um, honestly, I just like started 
using Instagram, like, you know, I guess it was January of 2012. So mm-hmm. just a couple months after like its inception. And I was really just using it at, like to showcase like my like lifestyle. I mean, mm. obviously that's what people use it for now, but, it, but, but then it seemed really nuanced and yeah. really um, kind of bizarre, but people were into it and people started like, I'd be going out and my, I could tell like my friends were talking to me about different things they were talking to me about like my like wellness journey they were like oh well what did Mm. you eat today like well i saw that workout you did and i was like oh this is not what the conversation used to be about Mm -hmm. um and so i found it to be a really interesting kind of like tool Mm -hmm. that i could use to kind of create the professional life that i wanted to lead which was very entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. um and you know around all of my passions which are in the wellness world so i kind of early on used it as a tool to kind of get to where i wanted to be and it's worked out so that i mean now this is let's get to the the meat and potatoes of this podcast how does that affect meeting you know dating life so it's funny my first ever instagram that i ever put up was the night that i it was like okay so i was in i was on a vacation with friends okay and my husband my now husband and i had just only started dating for like six weeks and he surprised me and came to where my friends and I were on vacation for New Year's. He okay. surprised you. Where were you so, on vacation? Some people would say stalker. Okay. <laughs> That's like okay. either. No, well, or right. you're really excited because this guy you really, really like came and totally surprised you right. because he had his own friends down there. Well, we, we always say like everything is creepy until it's, until until it's, it's not. not. Until they're right, hot. Right. Until you like <laughs> right, them. Right, yeah. Until you're into them. Yeah. Totally. Totally. So it was. Yeah, if you didn't like them, you'd be like, what are you doing here? I was about to end this in two <laughs> no, weeks. Totally. So my first ever Instagram um, was, and I only know this because I was on Gary Vee's podcast and he made me look up my first ever Instagram post. And then he swore about it a bunch. He was like, and you got to get your fucking dream together. And it was actually, it was fireworks from New Year's Eve that I had spent with Brendan in St. Bart's. Oh my God. And so that was the, my first Someone ever. out there right now is rolling their eyes. Totally. I mean, How listen, do you feel about that? The Instagram Instagram. That was before I feel like the like Insta official was like such a thing. I feel sure. like sure. You know what? I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I do feel very lucky to have only have one Instagram relationship. Oh, okay. Because th- that it's yeah. true. I I mean I met then, my husband you, yeah. when Insta before Instagram came out. So Instagram has only known me with Brendan. This is very interesting. And I don't think it's the, that tr- I mean I see it's not true for everyone and, and a lot of people have to go through the public breakup. Yeah. Right? And then starting to date a new guy and then you know Do you I, believe I, in deleting? Do you feel like if if you've never done it but like for other people like do you feel like it's weird? If they don't delete pictures with their ex. You know what? I, I think it's weird when they delete and I think it's weird when they don't delete. So there's weird no right answer. It's yeah. just, it's I just kind weird. of agree either way because if they get rid of them, you're like, what are you trying to pretend like right, you weren't in a relationship happen. with them? But if they don't, you're like, whoa, like you have a new girlfriend like five pictures yeah. ago. It's right. like you and some other girl. Right. So you're married 10 years from now and you know your kids <laughs> are like, well, who's this other guy yeah, yeah, that exactly. you're in Bogota with? Right. You know, like, you know, so I, I, I understand deleting them. I understand deleting them and I also understand keeping them. Sure. Because I mean, this I is think a, because, a resume of your life. Yeah, and I think, you know, when if you're transparent enough to like put it out there, just because you delete it doesn't mean people are gonna forget. Well the other 
thing you haven't really experienced if this, if you've had your you know your now husband since day one of Instagram, the idea and I I think as a guy you see this where a girl who's good looking, posting posting good looking shots, a lot of likes, then all of a sudden first boyfriend shot. Half the likes. Yeah. <laughs> Where did those guys go? Where did all right. those fans go? Right. Oh, they were masturbating. Then you got to have a kid. I'm just saying. Yeah. Then you need to have a kid so you can up the likes again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's when they go back. It's just this That's weird. That's crazy with yeah. the kids. Oh, my yeah. God. But, people, so many but people are so invested in love mm. that that's why I think the baby stuff goes crazy because they people are really, you know, they're they feel like they're, you know, part of your life. Mm. And so, you know, that next step is like a huge. So so you but there's one post that you do specifically. It's like the the Sundays are for lovers. The Sundays are for lovers. So we kind of started explain that so, to the audience here. I mean, honestly, it, it's funny because we started Sundays are for lovers, and it at first we got a lot of fucking flack, like a lot from who? like so many people. I got to admit, first heard about it, I was like cheesy like whatever yeah. whatever whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. but like we were like whatever who gives a fuck like it's like a cute hashtag then all of our photos will be in one place like we were that's kind of nice. like, like the wedding oh, hashtag like, yeah. Yeah. yeah like that's honestly like how we thought about it that's we didn't a hilarious even, rationalization we honestly like didn't even give that much thought to it and yeah. then other people started sure. tagging photos of themselves with Sundays are for lovers and we okay. were like oh my god like that's really cute like okay like now we're like cultivating this like little community of mm-hmm. like love and just like whatever we thought that was really sweet and so um sundays are for lovers really was just it it wasn't anything that we were put a lot of thought behind we just kind of started it was like sundays are our day you know my husband and i travel so much and we whenever we travel on the weekends specifically separately we always book a flight first thing sunday morning or a red eye saturday night so that we can like spend sundays together do you think that's hard for people who are fans of yours to keep up with like, do you think a lot of them look at that and they get depressed with their own thing? Like, you know, do you think that Do you ever think about that? You know, honestly, I, I, I know that's a weird question I, to ask. And I because I, I, I think a lot of Instagram, you know, there's a happiness on Instagram that also there's a there's another side to it, too. Totally. I mean, listen, you could say that with a, a lot of my other content, too. Like, I've had people say, oh, I don't want to follow you anymore. You make me feel bad about myself. And it's like that is the that makes me so sad. Like, that's, that's also not, not your problem. It's, you know, it's, it's not what you're going for. <laughs> Right. It's not what I'm going for. And I, I really am trying to go for the, you know, motivational, you know, mm. aspect of it, not to make anyone else feel bad. And I think I'm super conscious about that stuff, but not really when it comes to Brendan and mm. my relationship with him, just because like it is my reality. Yeah. So like what, I'm not going to like do with it is your own. Yeah. Problem. Like, and I also like I've never tailored myself for my audience. Mm. Like I've always been who I am. And I think that's part of why I've been able to grow is because I haven't quote unquote changed. Yeah. You know, like I've stayed very true to myself. Like I post pretty much the same content as I did five years ago. Sure. Um, just like in different ways now. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, you can't really like think about the negative effects unless you actually are putting up a post or you're like, oh my God, like this is going to be controversial and like whatever, you know. It is interesting to think about because like you think about these posts that are put out as like spite posts. 
you know, and it's a revenge like, post. Revenge post. Yeah, I mean, like revenge body posts. Revenge body yeah. posts. Yeah. Yeah. There's no one. There's no one who posts more than like a recently single girl on right. Instagram. Oh, right. Like, yeah. And it's, right. It, but it's funny because. But like, only after she's like seen the light. Right, like there's like the there's like, like the week and a half where she's like wants to kill everyone. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it goes on for even like longer than that. Oh, like okay. they're just like they're depressed and they're like kind of like it's like a little bit of like a, an attention thing. I feel like they miss like some attention, so they'll right. put up like a like a slightly scantily clad right outfit. And it, it, you know what, it works for them. In the meantime, it's almost like taking a little drug. It like helps like and, and numb, yeah, numb totally. the pain a and little look bit. Look who came back! All those pre-boyfriend yeah, Instagram now you're like, right, right. Are back. Oh, look! Uh, we never <laughs> left. Yeah. Exactly. The we best just re- were hiding the whole time. We never left. We just yeah. weren't giving any double taps. <laughs> yeah. The best revenge is is just like all the likes from those dudes. All of them. That's true. That's Drenched true. in yeah. gross likes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you're married. So we have a letter from um, from a listener who has a question. She's engaged. Um, so we thought you could help us out with this one. Hey, guys. First of all, love the podcast. And being an engaged 20-something, I can still relate to a lot of topics and love to hear different views on all things relationships. So we got engaged before most of my friends I'm 24 my fiance is 26 and for the most part I've gotten nothing but total support from them however I have a 30 year old friend that shows obvious resistance to my upcoming marriage she's constantly telling me that I have so much time and she doesn't understand why I'm getting married so young those are all those were in quotes my fiance and I both have stable careers and have been dating for years we're mature for our age and to be honest 24 used to be a totally normal age to get married so what the fuck we recently bought a, a house and she wasn't even the least bit excited for me She's 30, living at home with her parents, still struggling with her career path, and she's been single for a while. I never dangle my life accomplishments in her face. I've always been a great friend to her. I give her relationship and career advice. I try really hard to support her, but I feel like it's not being reciprocated. It's taken a huge toll on our friendship, and I feel much less connected to her. I even held off on sending her a save the date because I'm super conflicted. Is this something I should just let go or cut her off because she's being a shitty friend? Thanks in advance for the advice. Okay, well, first of all, you are very young to get married and (laughs) (laughs) how old were you when you got married uh i was how old am i now i'm 30 so i was 29 when i got married but my husband's older than me and i have like a really strong thought that i don't think guys should get married until they're at least 30 years old why Um, is that i just think that there's i think guys mature a lot um slower than women and i think that there's a lot of i think there's a lot of things that guys need to get out of their system in their 20s um that just ultimately makes them a better man in their 30s right. um so that's my personal thought but again i also know how old's your husband my husband is 38 38 okay. okay but i will say i also know tons of couples who are married who defy those odds sure. and who have gotten married young have kids who are in perfectly happy marriages so you know i, I like I don't know if you're if you're Syrian and you're you're getting married at 25 like that makes sense you mm. know or or what right, right you know but well, circumstances to go back a uh, a second like um, did you experience anything that she's experienced Yeah so I was going to say like to be honest toxic relationships in general take a real toll on you and I can totally understand the conflict like the conflict that she's having with like inviting this person to the wedding or not because like is this person going to be a liability are they like very Mm. jealous that they're going to do something like outrageous I mean it doesn't sound like a good scenario if she's 30 living at home with her parents and you know and I can understand 
being in that position and being jealous of someone mm. who's seemingly got it all, has a beautiful relationship, is young, has their whole life ahead of them. That can be a lot right. for someone to um, who wants like to covet that relationship for themselves, mm. and they don't necessarily know how to deal with that, and then therefore they like bring it out, they like take it out on you. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people when people get engaged. Um, they have this like this sense of like when when other people get engaged people find it as like their own like life reflection especially girls yeah mm-hmm. that guys very but, true right when someone else gets engaged even if there's they, they make it like about themselves mm-hmm. like well what does this mean about like my relationship or what does this mean about where i am in life and like mm-hmm. it almost like shines a light into your own like right shit that you have going on i think girls it can get very like sensitive and touchy about that and then if they're feeling like insecure about where they're at it becomes that they come out very judgmental exactly mm. exactly um, i think again it's exactly what you just said it all stems on who the person's like like self-confidence and right. secured security i think there's, there's something also in that email that jumps out at me as a very female thing it's um she says she bought a house with her husband right and she, her friend wasn't even that excited for her and it's like i think a lot of women like like a lot of women especially i expect nothing from my friends emotionally physically like i expect them to just be my friend you know and i think if i i've you know i if i move to a new apartment I wouldn't be like, where are the flowers from Robert? Right. <laughs> you know, right. Like, I wouldn't right. be wondering right. where the excitement is and the housewarming gifts are. That's a really from, good point. You know, my yeah. friend Brad. Like it doesn't. Right. That, that that that's so foreign to me. That's so, why right. groomsmen do nothing. Nothing. Well, that's why the groomsman is, right. is the easiest. All the groomsman has to do show up in the right suit and you're good. Right. And and the bridesmaids, you gotta you gotta make sure she's emotionally stable and wear the right thing and have the and be at the party right. and be at the. Uh, show and you know and i think you know you can only drive your own boat so to speak right, this right. girl you can't be and i mentioned this earlier on the podcast and we were before hannah was here the you can't be the janitor for this girl's emotions and i i think like that's what she's kind of you know her situation sounds pretty grim living with her parents at 30 doesn't like her job doesn't like her relationship status and looking at you you're on the sunny side of the block and she's right, going yeah, right and she's seeing it on instagram just like you said where people say they your instagram posts make them feel bad but you're only acting honestly you're only putting up the post that you feel you want to put you don't think of other people when you put up your post you're thinking of oh this is a reflection of my life right now and i want to put up something nice mm-hmm. um for her i'd expect less <laughs> you know, like I think that yeah, I, I think that's also like a, a huge thing, and I feel like I've talked about this a lot recently. It's like you, like I, the friends that I have that expect me or like hold me to higher standards mm. are like not the friends that I enjoy spending the most time with. Yeah. Right. You know, like I want, I won't, I don't want my friends to like be mad at me because I forgot to call them one night because I was like f- drenched in fucking work. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it is, it, it's funny because women do hold each other more emotionally accountable because totally. we are just inherently more emotionally. You I know, definitely agree with that. Charged yeah. humans. It, it, and it makes it, it, it makes it like less fun to hang out with those people totally. who are like keeping track of like yeah of how much you're like uh, of how much you're calling or how many times you hung out or how many times they asked you to hang out versus you asked them to hang out or 
the things you bought them to, to, as a you know a surprise for their birthday or get, we were just talking today on an earlier podcast about like Instagram birthdays b- birthday stories for like the Instagram oh my thing. god I are can't believe women are doing these things, things. my girlfriend's birthday was yesterday and I'm taking her out to dinner tonight and I didn't put anything on my story or anything yeah. and I, I know she's not going to mention it because she doesn't give a fuck yeah. but I was like I actually thought to myself yesterday like oh should I like create like a, a whole story for like my girl and I was like I don't have to I don't have I can't time. imagine <laughs> how awkward it is yeah for, like, like guys don't have to deal with any of that can you imagine if you put up a fucking Instagram story for a guy I, you yeah, for, can you ima- I can't but imagine if, way, a, if a third tier friend of mine put up this whole story of me and but, I'd be like but do but I have to way, like talk to this person I do think it's cute when like the pe- when it's like so mutually like like reciprocated and like sure. it's done out of love like whatever like great you've made a shrine to your best friend and like that's dope if you, that's like what you wanted to spend an hour on doing Fine. like and good I get for a new you. friend to stalk and see if they're hot or not you exactly. know I can look into the right, head right. I, I, I do understand it but I think um you should do things because you want to do them. Yes. You know, like, yeah, I, I think, right. like, sometimes, in, anytime you get into this, like, keeping score relationship with anyone, it's doomed. Right, right, right. And this is what it sounds like with this girl, where she's like, well, I haven't gotten my welcome home note. Right. And it's like, okay, right. bitch, you're getting yeah. married. Right. Fucking own your own life. Right. And and invite, she should invite her to the wedding. She like, definitely it's, invite her. Yeah, she should invite her to the wedding. I think it, not inviting her will cause more problems. And like, if the one, if the friend can't make it, like she shouldn't be upset of that. You yeah. know what I mean? I think at the end of the day, your wedding day, all the people who are there are exactly who mm. are meant to be there. Did you have any feedback about your like engagement stuff? Did you have any like fallouts during the wedding? Like I have friends that they've been like un- like bachelorette, bat- bridesmaids. I can't believe what you guys do to each other. Like I can't even understand it. Like I had a friend, she was un taken off the bridesmaids list. She was booted. Oh, really? She was booted. Why? Kicked off. What'd wasn't she do? doing enough. Oh my pulling, God. Wasn't pulling her weight. Wasn't pulling her weight. Oh it's almost as if she's not getting paid to be there. I, it's, al- <laughs> it's almost. <laughs> like, did you have any bridesmaids uh, like scandals, drama. drama, anything like that? Two of my bridesmaids were kind of not getting along um, in the beginning and I literally just said to both of them, I, I was like, listen, I just, I don't have time to. What did they not get along about? Like, they both just like love to be in charge so like it was kind of and they both have very different tastes and they also both know me from very different times in my life okay so like at the at the end of the day and this is so funny because they're gonna listen one's from (laughs) you bitch one but uh, one was at a party at Tao and the other one was no like one's high school one's one's college you know and so one was a fit tea and co-brand sponsor oh my god (laughs) by the way I had no sponsors at my wedding okay good okay it was not the not about that life anyway so but I, I basically said to both of them listen like you're gonna have to figure this out for yourselves I'm mm. not gonna micromanage you and I I really don't have time to even like deal with your crazy irrational emotions yeah. so like you guys work it out like love you both like mm. can't wait to see you in a month well that's the best way to go yeah. about it I think because then it's, you make it also not your problem which it shouldn't be because it's your yeah, wedding yeah and I really much did that for like <laughs> everything for my wedding like, yeah honestly people were like oh my god like wasn't it so hard to plan your wedding and it's like no because i had a wedding planner who did absolutely everything there you go and she happened to be my best friend's sister so she's known me for forever i trust her whatever mm-hmm. so i literally did like my husband and i joke we did like one percent of everything that had to do with our wedding like it was that sounds awesome but I, I think yeah. even more important than that is that you you know you 
you uh, dealt with passive aggressive with aggressive. Yes, which you know? I normally, I always, that's my, it's hard but, but, to do. It's hard yeah. to do, but that's, that's the my, only way. That's also my motto in life. Like, I, I can't, I, I can't deal with passive aggressive people. Sure. I'm like, give it to me direct. I don't have an ego. Hmm. I would like to, like, I'm all about the constructive criticism. So, like, let's, like, let's turn get through. it out. Yeah. I'll, I'll deal with the pain of hearing the, yes. the reality. Yes, exactly. On my own. But I'm saying, like, you have two girls who want to be the head bitch in charge, and they're looking at each other, and you went up to them and you said, hey, and I really was I also it. like I'm the head bitch. I'm her. the head bitch. <laughs> yeah, and I, I honestly, I even was like, at the end of the day, I was like, my wedding planner is really the head bitch in charge, so you yeah. two need to deal with her. Um, and then also for like my bachelorette, I. What'd you do? Would you go? So we we I was really very brunch day. Dish. We um I really didn't I really did not want to go someplace warm where we had to deal with like girls and bikinis and like margaritas and like I just felt like that was going to be a recipe for disaster like you get a lot of girls like with body I- issues and that is then the they most drunk and like bachelorette yeah, that's I've really ever sweet I would never think of that so yeah. I, and, went, and I've been on plenty of those bachelorettes sure. and they're so fun but they can also get like really out of hand because of all the pictures like, that everyone's taking and like people get like super self-conscious I think there's that I just think there's also like a lot of like does this look good on me and like uh, and you I'm spend like half your time yeah and I just also era. like I wasn't about that life and I'm a really active person so mm. I was like let's go skiing like let's like that's cool yeah so Hannah, we went I have to say <laughs> the best bachelor party I went on was skiing in Vail we oh went, really we went we, to Aspen yeah eight dudes and we would do one I would do one run and then we'd all just go get fucked up exactly and it was uh, what you're saying activities are important for totally bachelor, and you know what was actually so fun is that my one of my best friend's husbands was on like a dude's trip it wasn't a okay. bachelor party but he was there with a bunch of guys in aspen so that was also super fun that we had like a group of guys that sure. were like yeah, that's cool. kind of like a built-in little thing a little um, safer than the normal yeah, random dude crew. exactly yeah. exactly and there were definitely random dudes in his crew but it was like we but, still had a good touch point and yeah. like you know my husband felt like you know one of our best friends was watching over me and mm-hmm. like whatever but we were also 16 girls and okay. i only had sounds hot <laughs> I, I, it was more than just. I have, now you're losing the girl, the girl vibe. Of the, I had. Of the, I'm trying uh, to think. I had like six. Yeah, I go go right back into. Yeah. I think I had five um, bridesmaids. My three sisters and two friends. Yeah, I had five bridesmaids, and so okay. then for my bachelorette, I had sixteen girls, and it was just so fun. Like we, you know, we skied all day. We someday mm-hmm. we did spa stuff. Like those people who didn't want to ski, you know, also like there was a lot of recreational fun to be had in Aspen. It's a great town. Um, So yeah, so that's what I did for my bachelorette and it was super, super fun and I absolutely loved it. But it's so interesting. Like the, it's interesting that the social media stuff even comes into play with planning a bachelorette party. Oh my God. Yeah. Especially like, that's what it's all about. Yeah. I I mean, I'm definitely also one of the only like social media savvy people in my friend group of the whole group of the whole group. I swear to God. So like my friends were also a little bit nervous to like make sure that like they felt that I had the things I wanted for like content purposes, (laughs) which is just also hilarious. I know it's like hilarious to hear your friends like say like, well, you know, we, we, 
we knew you'd want to like take boomerangs of this or like whatever the fuck. And so it was really cute. They're they practicing had, their cheersing. Yeah, they at home. They had well, they had one thing that they made for me. What they made um, all they made like sixteen onesies. Okay. So we all got to wear onesies because we were all like you know it's sure. like a cold place. So we were all in the onesie. And then of course when I made them all take the photo together, they complained about it. And I was like, guys, <laughs> come on. Onesies hot. It was. Are they, they into it? I mean, I, they. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like our sexiest moment, but no, we the, were. Girls don't believe this. Onesie. You're like you like a onesie. I've been. I was ahead of the One Piece game before One Pieces were in. You were wearing them. The One Piece I was wearing them. them. I was into. I was telling people preaching the word of the One Piece bathing suit, and then it became like a thing. I mean, I agree. I think Hot like a time, a time, too. a timeless, like sexy moment is yeah. sexier than like a. It's just like you know, scantily clad. Yeah, yeah. scantily. Yeah. There's the word I was trying. Some, like, what right. word can I yeah. use that's appropriate? <laughs> that is nicer than like skanky. Yes, yeah. exactly. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Should we do some some games? Some games? Yeah, let's do we some games. We want to play some games? Yeah, sure. There. We have a game we call Red Flag or Deal Breaker. Okay. If you listen to the thing, you say if it's a red flag for you or a deal breaker. Okay. Or deal, deal breaker like in a good way or a red so flag? So like everything you're dating like, this person, everything is great, everything's perfect except this one thing happens. Are you ending it or are you just aware of it? Okay, so the red flag is aware and the deal breaker is the end of it. Game yeah. over. Got red it. Red flag is like, eh, that's kind of weird, but whatever. But okay. I can deal. I'm still going to date this person. Okay. okay. They, I like this. They believe in and reference their astrological sign at least three times a week. Oh, I, that's neither. Neither. You're fine with it. I, I am that person. That. You oh, are. Okay. <laughs> My husband and I are both Scorpios. Really? And <laughs> how how many times do you look over mid Scorpio conversation? Your husband going. No, I he's into it. Is he into it? He is into Isn't it. But Scorpio is like the, no, the Scor- those are like the in, the intense sign. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, people. Yeah, you could say we're intense, but it's like <laughs> I have no idea about any of those. <laughs> the it's only like, one I know because yeah. everyone's like, don't date a Scorpio, but I, I guess Scorpios should date each other. I, well, they either say when Scorpios two Scorpios date each other, they say you're either completely tumultuous or in perfect harmony. Um, so I've dated a Scorpio before, and we were mm. completely tumultuous. And I will say, I think my husband and I are in perfect harmony. Okay, but I even had a 
woman who I follow on Instagram who only does Scorpio um, horoscopes every single day. I reached out to her and There's she an Instagram did. For everything. Definitely you. <laughs> she did. She did. You didn't think I was going to go. With no, this I did not. She did our chart for our wedding day with mixed with our birth charts. Okay. And like one day, like like two months before our wedding, I woke up and I like read the whole thing with my husband and like made him like do the whole thing and it was actually like so beautiful and we had the best time doing it but it took like two weeks for me to like pin him down to be like we're yeah do so you truly mm-hmm. believe in like astrology um no but i truly believe in astrology for me okay okay that's a, that's that's the most <laughs> fair answer i've ever heard for astrology These like, people i don't are think pushers. it's like i don't yeah. think it's like the end all be all and i think that people who don't believe in astrology shouldn't just like all of a sudden be like oh i'm gonna turn to astrology because it's gonna solve my shit uh, yeah, but it's yeah. like it's you like know religion. It's, it's right like, yeah. but i think if you're it's into it to hear a perspective yeah if you're that. if you're into it like i think it can be beneficial and help you kind of like see a bigger picture what if you guys were in a love match would you continue the relationship Let's say you found out tomorrow the stars are, are weird and you, he's actually a Pisces. I would I would say it's a red flag, not a deal breaker. Really? Yeah. So even if everything's perfect, you're like having the Nassau best Like when Nassau came out and said, you are no longer a Scorpio, I was like, I don't believe you, Nassau. And then like I gave it six months and everyone was like, right, Nassau, you're wrong. Oh, they had there, there was a big that's space. Space. yeah that's yeah space. oh then you believed in it <laughs> yeah so it's just a red flag oh wow I, I I just I would you red flag or deal breaker guy you're dating also like if you find astrology shit annoying and your person you're starting to date is referencing it three times a week that might be a deal breaker for you like, for you yeah you know what I mean that's, that's, what I'm that's why I'm yeah. asking what do, what do you think I'm not re- I mean like I I read the ones in like the back of Cosmo. Um, but I don't like re- I just find it hard to believe there's so many people I know with my same birthday who like I hate when's your birthday September 7th okay I'm Virgo <laughs> my sister's a Virgo I, um, I, think, yeah. I feel like there's so many people who have like the same exact birthday than, as me that are so different than me that I can't imagine having the same future as them <laughs> right Very right judgy right way to look at. I, I uh, the only reason it's a deal breaker for me because if they bring it up three times a week I'd have to like fake listen Three times a week, like to maybe like, you'd get into it. The astrology, you'd be like, no, I tell me what is my astrology but talk you, is always like someone telling me their dream. But it always see, ends with them going, me going. So it didn't happen. <laughs> so. I, see, I've always find <laughs> I like I'm, does, I'm constantly DMing the the insert the the everyday horoscope because mm. I read it every day, and I constantly am DMing it to my husband, being like. This is my life. Yeah. Like, don't you think like this is my life? And, he's and he has like, to go. Like, yes, yes, of course. Yes, like, he or does, else he's in trouble. He does say, of course. But I really do think that like <laughs> she's talking to I, me specifically. I, I agree with what you're, you. I agree that you uh, could be like, this is me. But I'm thinking of your husband's side of it being like, yeah. Right. And <laughs> like, he, what's he going to say? He's, he's also gonna, thinking like, this is not me. And I'm also a Scorpio. Yeah. Well, or he's thinking. Like, there's nothing he can say that's right. <laughs> negative Sometimes to that. he has, like, very philosophical things to say about the horoscopes. Really? Wait, yeah. In reference to your life? No, or his own. I mean, it just depends. It depends which one, like, really calls to him. Okay. So you, to him. you guys are born in the same month? 
He, I'm actually an October Scorpio and oh. he's a November Scorpio. Okay. So it's it's okay. You have your own birth month. Yes. That's fine. Yeah. Is that I, feel like, it's weird. I feel like when you have a couple, when your birthdays are so close to each other, sometimes we're eight days like, apart. Okay. So oh. you're still close. We're, Is that we're, weird? We're eight days and eight years apart. Do you do separate stuff or do you ever done like a joint birthday? He doesn't like to celebrate his birthday. I love my birthday. So we normally celebrate my birthday and then we go away and then we're okay. like away for his birthday. That's nice. That's a good way to go. Yeah. Because then it's also like your birthday away trip. Totally. Yeah. 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 Exactly. 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 You get your birthday that. month. Yeah, exactly. And he you doesn't get have to worry about it at all. <laughs> right. I get that. Right. right. Red flag or deal breaker, they want 15 kids. Deal breaker. Your husband wants 15 kids. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. Do you guys want to have kids? Yeah. So you just, have you discussed how many? Maybe his answer is 15. No, his <laughs> answer is two. Two. <laughs> and how I'm, do you feel? I mean, I could have like, I mean, I, I don't, in theory, Four would be awesome. Three, four would be three awesome. or four would be great. Four's but cool I think also it. it's like right. Yeah, it's like why don't I just get have one and see and then mm. reevaluate because it's like I've never pushed a child out of my vagina before. So. Me neither. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so don't know. Yeah. Can't really like say yeah. how that's yeah. gonna go I, until it happens. I feel like guys can just say it so arbitrarily, but like every time you have a baby, you like have to like your body goes through like such crazy shit, and then you have to be like yeah, and then you push it out and you have to say, like, sign me up for another one like ASAP it's crazy yeah, I had a friend it is crazy. she had to go into like a emergency pregnancy like like right. like emergency pregnancy so that emergency delivery wasn't didn't have the drugs that she was prepared for and I remember her telling me about it and like yeah. the horror going through her face I was like okay I don't I like I was scared how lucky are you you don't have to deal with oh that. my god yeah. I take a bad dump sometimes and it's weird but I mean like it's a <laughs> I just wanted to see how Hannah. I'm would sure react it's, to that exactly the, it's exactly the. It's exactly. I've crowned, um, <laughs> but I no. So I mean, 15 kids. If a girl wanted, I'd be out. I'd be like, what sister wives should no. we go on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, just love children. Much. What it's also, also, what's wrong with this person that they want 15 kids? How many? They'll have delusional. Are they, they that they think that they can afford 15 kids? Y- yeah, well, afford 15 kids, but also. What are you getting out of when you have that many kids? You're looking to get something out of it. Has anyone ever said that they want 15 kids? I don't know. My mom, my mom is eight. Eight? Fucking crazy. Wait, you're one of eight kids? I'm one of eight. I mean, I'm one of seven kids, but we're all my dad's kids. My mom had eight children. She actively decided she wanted to. Was she planning on eight? Yeah, she planned. She planned them all. She, I don't think she. I don't think she put much much planning into them. But she was like, you know, I'm gonna have another one. Oh my god! Every kid went on its own. What? Like uh, well, there's a, set of, there's a set of twins. So there's a set of twins in yeah. my family yeah. as well. How many siblings do you have? I'm one of seven. One of seven? But we're all my dad's kids. So okay. like two moms. Got yeah, it. my mom has two uh, two husbands, two dads. Okay, so, but they're all hers. Right. Well, that's a, like, way crazier than us all being my. I think dads. they do this next season on Modern Family. This is the next season. Totally, totally. Um, but that's great. This was great, Hannah. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Oh my god, this is it. This yeah, is good. Do you, you want to talk? You you're kicking else? me off. What is HP Fit? <laughs> <laughs> We're not kicking you off. What do you want to talk about? Anything I was else? gonna say. Do you have any well, questions? I, well, I was for gonna. Me? I was gonna say. <laughs> None for you. <laughs> I was gonna tell you that Jordana, when my when my else? husband and I first started dating. Okay. I didn't have a cell phone. What? For six weeks. Nineteen fifty-two. How old? On are you? purpose because I had just gotten broken up with, and so oh, I then I, I lost that. my what cell you, phone. Carrie Bradshaw, you went out to the ocean. You're like, I've had enough of this. No, I literally the, lost my. River. I lost my cell phone in Miami, <laughs> okay. and then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get a new one because I don't want this ex to try and like hit me up. What year was this? This was in 2011. How, How much are you traveling? 
I'm traveling a lot. A lot. But this was You're in Miami. Then, How many places have we discussed on this episode? Miami? We met in Miami. You met this guy in Miami? I met my husband in Miami. Okay, you met your husband in Miami. So so then, so we were in Miami. I had no cell phone. And for the first six weeks of us dating, he had to like email me. And then we'd like literally like go and meet up and then like not like leave each other for two days. And then we that. would do that whole thing again. And it was literally like old times. You're writing like love letters to each other. Basically. Do you sort have of, those emails? I do. And do you keep them? Do you make like a book out of them or something? No, I haven't even looked at them. I didn't even think to even look at them before our wedding either, but... That's like the perfect way to know a guy's intentions. You think a guy is fucking like emailing someone waiting for two days for a response from someone he doesn't like that much? It also opens up time (laughs) for you to like hang out with, you know, get rid of all the other chicks. And that's exactly what he did. And he needed that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's interesting that you know it. But uh, it's interesting that he's admitted to it. Because I I I hear like the two weeks in between. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's shedding. Yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> when you meet with someone, it's good. That you're into, she doesn't, and she doesn't have her phone, so you have to see it on Instagram. Exactly. Totally. But that's exactly. like a new age dating thing where it's yeah. like, yeah, I'm into this one girl, but I got like four things. Right. I always have right. so many things. Yeah, I'm yeah. Things this you one. have at one time, Jared. I mean, not that many. I, I, I'm <laughs> saying. I mean, I'm not even saying this to sound like cool or whatever. Right. I'm just saying you you just have these people like you know you're the girl contact. that you're in contact with, uh, exes, former flings, makeouts at a bar, right? And then you're like, oh, this girl's fun and cool. I'm I'm gonna zone in. Right now, I need these like you know I'm gonna have the extras to, yeah. to to lay off. Did you ever have any moment where you're like 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 the during that time you see I like met a an extra. You did. I met an extra uh, during the dating period. Dur- well, it was actually a little bit after the dating period, but we were still like we were still fresh. I mean, sure. if you think about like six years, we were definitely like six months in okay. or something, or right. maybe even less than that. Text can come in. And no, we went to a place where he actually had one of his girls, like an ex. I think he just like wanted to show me off. Anyway, mm. I sniffed that shit out so quick. Really? Oh my God. Yeah. And I basically told him like, you ever pull something like that again? Like, let oh, me tell you. Purpose. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Babe, he's a Scorpio. Hello. <laughs> so, and then I was like, if you ever pull anything Instagram like that, he's and, got pictures of a guy that might do that. No, no. He's got one where um, hands out one. I saw that. No, one. no, no. And I literally was like, "Don't ever do that again." Like, I will never. Like, I'm just, I'm not that girl. So, like, yeah. And like, Good I will always you. sniff it out. So, like, you give know, it, you know, we have listeners right now that are probably wondering, like, give us that example because I think that's it. How did you sniff it out? You saw another girl there that was like feeling them. Or no, like, they were. It was actually like. It, it was very well there's two there was actually two incidences one was very noticeable so we went to a bar to meet up with a girl that I knew he had dated but it was like a bunch of her and her friends and Mm. like he's friends with a lot of his exes and actually one of his exes is one of my best friends so like I is that weird no, not at, at all. all. I mean, this why was, isn't it weird? Because they dated like twelve years ago. Sure, and it's okay. like you know, like That's he was—he was, he wasn't even like he didn't even understand what he wanted to do with his life. You sure. know what I mean? Um, and she was still in college, and she's literally the best human. And I think it also says something awesome about the person that you date who has an amazing ex, and they are able to maintain a friendship. Yeah, um, and also knowing that the. Like, you know the book is closed on that. Oh, yeah. 1,000% sure. I mean, but, hello. I knocked it up. So, like. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying I'm saying that, you know, like, I, I, I always say, like, you know, girls and guys, 
as long as whoever that person has a reason for being there, right, it's cool. right, right. Like you were, like, if he looked at you in the eye and was like, "Yeah, we used to date. Now we're cool." Right. You're almost more comfortable with that right. than uh, we used to date. I don't right, know. You right, know, right, right. Totally, like totally. Yeah. So okay, so we go up to the, we go to this bar. This mm. girl with her friends are there, and they're like pretty, they're pretty drunk, and they're being like a little aggressive. And one of the friends slaps Brendan across the face. Oh shit! And I almost like like clawed this girl's eyes out oh, only because crazy. like I and, and I think that was also an eye-opening thing for me I realized how much I liked this guy that mm-hmm. I would never want anyone to like treat him like that too I thought who the fuck is this crazy bitch and I literally was like we're out of here like if you like don't ever like bring me around these girls who like you're trying to show me off to them that like you've moved on like I'm yeah. not going to be a pawn in this game so like that was one thing that I like was very aware of and the other thing was like we were like hanging out at the Soho house roof one day as we do and this girl was there (laughs) and she was like asking a lot of questions Mm. like oh when did you guys start dating oh like wasn't and then she would like be like oh wasn't that like when he went to my like you know he like she's showing ways that she knew him yeah like she, or, like, knew, she knew him stuff about or, him. exactly right. exactly exactly i know this type of chick and i was yeah. like oh you know and then you know i was so polite to her and that's the other thing it's like i don't need to spend my energy yeah. on being nice to someone who has no intention of like being nice to me or any of that shit and so then i you know i wrapped that up very nicely mm-hmm. and then at dinner later i was like by the way like i I know you totally fuck that girl and uh don't ever pull that shit again with me because like i don't need to like go out of my way to be nice to someone who has no intention of like whatever like you know what i mean it's just yeah a I, waste of energy i think this like is so interesting to hear because it shows confidence that you the confidence yeah. you have i think girls think like oh it's a better move to like pretend i don't care and pretend like it's like that whole thing we were talking about where it's like you don't want to sound crazy but like by not by trying to not sound crazy you actually just get like walked over exactly yeah. and you oh bottle it That's up and worst. it comes out yeah. in a different way exactly which when is you said, not good i mean you even look at him and going i know you fucked that girl what the fuck now you guys are on a different conversation level <laughs> than maybe you would have been if you hadn't said anything <laughs> totally you know, like, totally and, totally and then it's like you know there's a sexiness to that conversation generally absolutely where have you been how'd you get here where do we go right you know right, so right, it's a, a right. lot of that stuff right also like i don't know i think that the best relationships are really based on trust and mm. i at, like for the way I build trust is to have full transparency. So yeah. like that just said, that's the way it is for me. That's the way it is for Brendan. And like, we have been able to like m- make that happen. But for also us. to know that, you, you know what it's also a lot of people get personally offended by people's past and that's not healthy at all. Like, you no, know, that's not your, your, your husband, your boyfriend, any girl I've been with wasn't acting with me in mind. Right. They right. weren't thinking like, how exactly. is this guy that I don't exactly. even know yet? But I will say sometimes I think like past can affect present when they're not brought up in the beginning. For okay. instance, the ex-boyfriend, right? Sure. He told me like two and a half years into dating okay. that he had gotten a girl pregnant in high school. Oh, wow. And I was like... Was there a kid out there? No, but I was like, don't you think that... that? By the way, I heard this through your sister. Okay. Oh, Don't man. you think that would that would be like a 
a thing that I might that be might, find interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. you could have like mentioned at some point <laughs> in the last like twenty four months. In, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like then you know then that causes a fight and that causes sure. mistrust and that's all the shit where you don't want to sound crazy and that you shouldn't care about it because it was so long ago. But like, right. why are you hiding that shit from me? Like, what yeah. the fuck? What the later stories? you say it, the like weirder it becomes. Well, it's, right. it's, it's, it's because then it's like it's a bit. It's an important. It's more. It's yeah. more important the, la- the, totally. the yeah. later you say it's it. Also Right. The, the, the thing about like seeing the ex and then being like, yeah, that's my ex. We dated. We're done. Yeah. Right. We're friends now. Totally. And then instead of, oh, that in like a month later being like, remember that girl that was kind of asking a question? Exactly. Right. That was exactly. my ex. Exactly. And, you know, that's ev- that's weirder than the upfront thing. Totally. Definitely. Totally. Totally. When you try to hide it. it I love how you guys creepy. tried to kick me off and then I just. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm, not, no, I'm, I'm glad we had this conversation. That's actually I'm a happy, very, yeah. very interesting conversation. I'm happy you're having a good time. Yeah, totally. On the You Up podcast every Wednesday afternoon, you can get this podcast, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, Please do. <laughs> I just mention it as yes. much as possible. And totally. email us yeah. at UUP at Betches.com. That's UUP at Betches. We didn't mention it. This, the we didn't. Email. And don't forget to follow me, guys. Let's follow Hannah. Yeah, this I'm, you can just follow me on Instagram or follow my lifestyle brand HB Fit. And now, what's HB Fit? It's HB Fit Health. HB. Yeah, Fit Health for Beauty Hannah Bronfman. Or Health Beauty right. and Fitness. Okay. Right. Otherwise known as Health Beauty and Fitness. Ah. And you're a DJ, right? So, like, where I, can we? Where I can am we a DJ. Ooh, good question. I'm so bad at up dating my SoundCloud, but um, I should put a mix on there so that way now that you've said that, people have something. <laughs> this will be out in a few weeks. I'm sure you'll have updated it by okay, then. Okay. What, what is, uh, explain HB Fit. Um, HB Fit is a wellness media company. We do original content through our three verticals, health, beauty, and fitness, and we you know, we have our Instagram, our YouTube, our dot com, um, and yeah, we just, like we cut through the, all the bullshit. There's like such a saturated market out there for mm. a healthy lifestyle, and we're kind of like your best friend telling you like what's new what's great what's worth trying and um you know helping you along your journey do you guys do like um do like music mixes for the gym specifically no we don't that would be great maybe we should be doing that i always think that there should be like someone doing daily Gym tracks. Pump up gym stuff. That's actually of, a great idea. Of, I'm going to take that. There you You're go. Take it. So it's take gone. it and run. Okay. Make millions. But, uh, <laughs> no, but I'm saying like it. Just like the, there's not enough stuff out there of like that. Because the worst part about gym music is it never stays fresh. Right. You always get used to, you know, whatever you're doing. And, you know, you want the music to well, take you to another level. Jack jams there, there, on repeat. Yeah, well, there I'm are on jack of, jams all for 10 all years. Day. There's a lot of new technologies out there that, like, actually, like, if there's, like, a, a running thing called V, V-I-I, mm. I think it's, or maybe it's just V-I, but um, that actually, like, will play music based on how fast you're running. Really? So, like, it, cool. the music changes based on, like, the BPM and, like, your miles per hour. It's like futuristic crap. Yep. Love that shit. I don't know anything about all this. I have to look it, uh, look it up. I'm going to go to hbfit.com. You guys should check it out. Check it out. Um, also follow Hannah on Instagram if you don't already. Cool. And uh, that's it for us. Anything else? No. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, thank you for coming on. Yeah, this was awesome. Shadana, this was great. Always. Always a good job from us. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> we you. kill it. Yeah. You were great. Thanks so much for coming on. We'll thank see you guys you next guys. week.
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.